4: And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey, one of the MCSEs here at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We have three lines open for you on this lovely Saturday morning. Feel free to get online, 800 wtic 522-WTIC. We've been asked often to put our quote-unquote steps to cutting the cable um, on our page. So we found some articles that kind of cover it pretty well. Um, but it is kind of different for every person. Uh, But the concepts are generally the same when it comes to cutting the cable. You need to to get your own cable modem, uh, generally locate it where the cable service comes into your house, and then run a Cat 5, 6 cable, 5 or 6 cable up to your router, which you should display prominently in your home. I mean, it really should be an appliance that takes just as much um, prominence as your old DVD player
1: right? Well, yeah, but some of those linksys ones with all the antennas, they're going to look like an upside down dead spider. It looks like a <laughs> crab. Yeah,
4: that's what I call it. I've got a big crab in my house, dead spider. That's exactly right. But, you know, when you get up close to it, your hair blows back with all the Wi-Fi that's coming out of it. So, I mean, it's really, it's the way to do it. And then once you've got a good solid network there now, you've got your brand new modem, you've got your nice wireless router in the middle of your home, now you're setting up and picking your, your your streaming devices. You know, you can have a smart TV with the streaming built in. You know, the, the software is all right there. Or you can have boxes like Apple TV, um, NVIDIA Shield, Roku's that will accept the signals. Um, I love taking my Shield with me. Anytime I go on vacation, my Shield comes with us. So our TV, our everything about our programming comes with us. I'm watching NBC30 from Florida. I can check out what's going on up here and check out what's going on down there at the same time. Um, So you can take all your stuff with you, which is kind of nice. So we'll put some some information up there for you that's really some nice articles about the general idea of cutting the cable. So feel free to get online. We're going to go next to Tom in Harwington. What's going on, Tom?
3: Good morning. How are you guys doing?
4: Good. How are you, sir?
3: Okay. All right, this is probably the most unique phone call you've ever received. And Uh over the past 25, 30 years, you've done a lot of good and helped people and helped me many times. So I've got something for Bob today. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) Now, Bob Bob. mentioned this morning that he doesn't like to sit. He wants to get up and move around because he gets leg cramps. And if he's getting leg cramps in the day sitting, he's probably getting them at night. And they are extraordinarily painful. And I was getting them, and I started taking a calcium supplement, 500 milligrams. Uh, It's nothing exotic. And the very day I took the first supplement, the cramps went away that night. And over the past, I'd say, three and a half or four years, I've only had a leg cramp maybe two or three times. Wow.
4: So you're helping us out. You're helping Bob.
1: Well,
3: Yeah, well, Bob's helped me a lot. Yeah, so yeah it's very nice.
1: That. Very I, nice of you. There. I appreciate that, and I agree with that. But I found a more appealing approach for me is What's that? I have an orange before I go to bed every night. An orange. Okay. And <laughs> it's simpler and it's natural, so I like that.
3: Yeah. Well, you so, know, Bob, I looked up on the internet trying to figure out what kind of food I could eat to get the calcium or whatever it was because i didn't know it was calcium and you know i tried all kinds of things that were high in calcium and none of them did a darn thing but the day i took that calcium supplement the cramps went away so you know awesome. if an orange works then that's good
4: yeah well we appreciate you thinking for, about about us tom we do appreciate that
1: yep. and we do hey, have calcium supplements in yes our
3: sir one other thing that lady that called in or towards the end of uh, the first half hour. You know what I did four years ago? I went on the Walmart website. I looked for the cheapest brand name duplex printer they had. And I bought a Brothers HL2240D. And, you know, they probably don't make these anymore. It was only $99, and it was free shipping. And the first cartridge that it came with lasted me probably better than two years. I don't print a real lot, but it's been very reliable. It was very Mm. inexpensive. And if you don't print color... Why pay for
4: it? I hear you. Yeah, um, I've not been a big fan of Brother, but, uh, yeah, that's a fair it's a, it's a fair option if you can find a good laser printer that will do duplex. I just know that if I recommend HP, no one's going to send me hate mail.
3: Okay. <laughs> well, I hope they don't send me hate mail on Brother's. I mean, I never had a Brother's before, but this one yeah. works great. I've never had a problem with it.
4: I love it. It's, it's all a matter of experience, so I appreciate okay. it. That, thank you very much, Tom.
3: Okay, have a great
1: day. You too. Bye-bye.
4: All right. It was the most unique call I think we've got on Computer Talk. He
1: was right. Right. How to solve your leg cramps. Oh, yeah. Well, that works, too.
4: Yeah. Let's let's move on. (laughs) I love that. Let's move on to Chris. Chris is back. You there, Chris? Your phone sounds horrible, but I hear Are you there, Chris? Chris, you there? Going once? I'm not sure if Chris just wants to send us a hum. I don't know. Chris, I don't think you're there, bud. Um... Try again.
0: Yes, 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 we are here. Oh, there you are. What's
4: going on, Chris?
0: Um, okay, back in the day when AT&T was my true uh, copper landline uh, provider, I was able to have access um, to MSN via the Microsoft dial-up from my IBM computer that has a modem in. Yeah. Um, you know, it dialed up to a server.
4: Yeah, back in the uh, day, the
0: phone line. Yeah, is there anything like that now? Heck no. Heck no.
4: All no, right. nobody's, doing broad, nobody's doing broad. No one is doing any dial up um, internet service that I could think of. You know what? I shouldn't say unequivocally. There could be somebody out there doing that. Why would you want to go that way, Chris?
0: Because why do I want somebody to come in and and put a modem when I already have a modem in the machine? I mean.
4: <laughs> well, well, the modem is going to be an analog modem that does that squawk, right? that loud squawk to connect. Oh, s- oh. Right? Uh, so you're doing an analog connection to the old internet service provider, which was dial-ups. And you might connect that 5600 baud, um, which is going to be very slow. So that's why you be, wouldn't.
0: Well, I, trust me, I, I don't go on that often. Sure. Uh, but so... Uh, The short answer is uh, what do I
4: have to do? The short answer is you need to call whoever is in your um, area for some sort of broadband either DSL or cable internet service or you can check with T-Mobile and they do have a residential um, cellular wireless service Uh, so go check on T-Mobile's website if your address is part of that which would be pretty cool. Can you
0: you use that machine? Oh you can't because it has the analog.
4: Mono. No, no, you, no! Stop! You can. What, how old is that machine, Chris? What is that? What is it running?
0: Oh, it, it's. Uh, it, trust me, it's it's old.
4: Okay, then let's say. I know. It,
0: it has uh, it has Microsoft ninety eight on it. Oh yeah, no, no. However, yeah. I had Mac Microsoft seven on it, um, and I was I was using it. Yeah. Uh, just connecting to a, to some, Hartford number. You put it in, <laughs> ten bucks a month. <laughs> Oh, my goodness.
4: I feel like I've stepped back in time. I feel like I'm talking to somebody, yeah, when I had more hair, and we are talking about how to connect your computer over dial-up. Um, welcome to the Internet Help Desk, my friend. Uh, that comes to mind with three dead trolls in a baggie. We used to play that, that bit.
1: Well, they still have dial-up services available all over the country. Are you finding them? Oh, yeah, Who's absolutely. finding them? Oh, Chris.
4: <laughs> Don't do it, Chris. Don't do it. Um, so you, they still exist, Bob is saying. Um.
0: Okay. Can you can you keep talking? <laughs> we'll put a about link that? up there.
4: We'll put a link up there for you to check it out. If you if you truly want to connect with your Windows ninety eight machine over dial up internet, but most browsers um, are going to be current, right? So if I'm going to write a website that's going to be compatible with most people, I'm not going to write it to be compatible with a Windows ninety eight flavor of a browser. So just because it does exist doesn't mean so we can connect you maybe. But your system is so old that you go ahead to anybody's website and it won't work. Do you follow me?
0: Yeah. Well, well, I mean, all I want to get into is Microsoft uh, Network. They're,
4: MSN, you said.
0: Yeah, MSN. That's all I want. <laughs> I
4: hear you. <laughs> I all the websites.
0: Sound like a complete uh, Neanderthal. No.
4: no. <laughs> well, Neanderthals are hot these days uh, in the news. <laughs> 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 uh, According to the president, uh, you're doing fine. I mean, you know, Chris, it is what you want. It's what you know. I would tell you though that I think you're going to find yourself working really hard to get something you're not going to be happy
1: with. Windows ninety eight web browser is not going to display even MSN very well. Yeah. Well,
0: so, so I so I upgrade. I mean, this machine has a lot of uh, memory in it. I can uh-huh. upgrade to any MSN uh, uh, thing. <laughs> And I want to just use uh, an existing modem and hook up to some server.
4: I understand uh, if that machine is as old as I think it is, you're not going to be able to upgrade to anything current, Chris. I think you need to pronounce it dead. Okay and go out and get an inexpensive uh, Windows Ten machine and you'll be much happier and try to get on the internet the the right way these days. Okay. Than to, try to what, use it the other
0: What way. would be a good Windows Ten machine?
4: I would tell you to go look at the HP line. Um, if you want a laptop, look at the Envy line of laptops. That's what I recommended for my college-age kids, and all of them still have them, and they have not broken. Um,
0: what, what, what was that one again?
4: HP Envy line of laptops. Envy. Envy, as in I'm envious of your Neanderthal thinking yeah Uh, make sure your case is metal don't use a plastic case make sure it's a more of an aluminum metallic style case Uh, it'll last longer because the hinges on the plastic ones fall apart and you'll spend anywhere from six seven hundred dollars maybe more um but you have gotten away with the computer world so cheaply for so long that you must have all sorts of money saved up for a current computer uh oh, that big pause means maybe not. <laughs> well, <laughs> have you been spending your money on other things? Maybe you have.
0: <laughs> well, like I say, you 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 wouldn't even believe this if I told you, but I, you know, I I was in business systems engineering. You can back in the day when we made things very simple for people to use. You know, the technology these days to me is. Far too complicated and not really worth my time.
4: I hear you, but it's ironic, Chris. I would disagree with you that back in the day it was simpler. Now you could pretty much just touch a button on your computer and you're connected to the internet. In the old days, when we were doing this show, people couldn't figure out what VOD was and modems were and how to get the dial to work and using phone lines, and well, it was cumbersome every, analog.
1: Every time you connected something to your computer, you had to go into the config sys and auto exec bat files yeah. to make them work, and then all of the entries had to be in a certain order. Yeah. Today, it's, and then they went to plug and pray, right. and then from there it went to plug and play.
4: Yeah, you are you you should be <laughs> so much happier these days. It's odd that you're in the business you were and you find it simpler. But then again, that's the technology you knew. But I, would just, I, I disagree with you that it's harder these days. It's almost too easy these days
0: well it's 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 um like I say I'm yeah I know I hear show you with everybody with all their
4: problems well problems are still, you know heck I've got a microwave with problems um I think that you know anything you have with technology you're always going to have issues with it, whether it's a microwave a car a computer um so it's just the nature of our beasts that we're dealing with, but I hope we helped you Chris
0: okay so an h p n
4: envy like I'm envious of you
1: we put a link up there, so the HP official store. Okay, to is it
0: NG?
4: Envy, like I'm envious.
0: Oh, envy <laughs> uh, Okay, uh, this is the the, the uh, my my the the AT and T provider yeah. changed to uh, Frontier Fuzzy.
4: Yeah, your uh, phone is very loud. I can't imagine you can even understand half of what I'm saying. It's got a weird buzz on it.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay, so in uh, the metal case. Six to seven hundred bucks. Yeah, I can uh, probably still connect it to the nice IBM monitor. Yeah, a nice Lexmark uh, laser printer. Sure. All right. All right, go do it, Chris.
4: Thanks so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, it's great. You know, she's trying to get it to the current. You know, she's she's getting there. Um, We're going to step out for a quick break. Get back to your calls, Jack in Middletown. Hang on. Three lines open for you. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and we're going to be here till 11. Feel free to get online, eight hundred nine six six 966 wtic 522-WTIC. Then Dr. Alessi will be in. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. Um, so let's get to your calls. We're going to go to um, Jack in Middletown. What's going on, Jack?
5: Hi, guys. Well, Time listener, I'm getting a little echo. a
4: little echo, but, yeah,
5: but I think I can get through it. All right I uh recently went to a local convenience
4: store mm-hmm.
5: and was surprised to see a Bitcoin option. I know now, I know you're not a fan of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Right. Neither am I. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get involved in such a volatile thing. But I, I consider myself tech savvy, but I don't understand the whole premise
3: behind it. Yeah,
4: you and me both. Um, so the premise behind cryptocurrency is that it was created by, I can't think of the guy's name, and actually nobody knows where this guy is who created Bitcoin. Um, but it's based on a calculation that continues to be calculated. And you need processing power. In some cases, you need enough processing power, to, you know, small, some small European countries' worth of power uh, to process crypto. Uh, and is
5: that why GPUs are selling through the roof?
4: Yep, that's why NVIDIA is going through the roof because these guys are buying these crypto mining rigs. Because now if you've got a... Crypto, Bitcoin was worth three, two or three grand of real money. <laughs> uh, right. Now it's worth 50 grand. Uh, you got people like uh, Elon Musk getting behind it and big banks now are starting to get behind it. Um, so it's propping up the, the bubble of, of the crypto. Maybe it's not a bubble. Maybe it is a bubble. But but the problem with it is that it's, it's anonymous. Um, it's also a benefit. If you're a libertarian thinker, you love the idea of crypto. Because right. banks can't track your transactions, nobody is trans uh, tra- tracking your transactions, right? Right so now, when you're if you make a
3: laundering it, money,
4: yeah, it's,
3: it's untraceable.
4: It's untraceable. Well, technically, there might be some level of traceability, but it's very hard to trace. Um, and that's the beauty of cryptocurrencies for people who are libertarian thinkers, because now they don't have anybody watching what they're doing. But it's also great if you're a bad guy, right? So if you're going to get, you know, ransomware people's networks and servers and computers you're going to asked to get paid in crypto. You know, you're not going to get paid in cash anymore because you can't be, you you can't be traced. It? Well, so then you go to a you go to a a site that'll convert your crypto into real dollars or in your case, you found a a convenience store that's accepting the cryptocurrency.
0: Oh my god.
4: Yep. Um so it's all what we agree to. I mean, heck, the Indians were were trading New York for some beads and shells. So yep. it all comes it comes down to what you value.
1: I I've read articles and uh quite quite a lot some of them I think are legitimate mm-hmm. but uh you know a lot of people are saying that they're going the government is going to end uh cash if you will uh, yeah. in the future and it's all going to be electronic.
4: Well that's very traceable. That'll be traceable, right? Exactly. The government wants to trace that but cr- if crypto so the thing is I think eventually and this is just my 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 speculation there will be a way to lock down and trace and trace crypto. Um, right now, there isn't. But in order to make this legitimate and trade in cryptocurrency versus real dollars, the is government's this part never. Part of a
3: blockchain thing. Yes,
4: it's a blockchain thing. Yep, yeah? and it's yeah. a calculation. That calculation of that blockchain takes a lot of CPU cycles to continue to calculate those, those blockchains, see. and you get a what? piece of a coin that is produced for the amount of transactions your system calculates to allow the system uh, to exist. I, I see. It's distributed. It's all distributed across the planet. And whoever's part of that crypto calculation, as being part of it, as part of the blockchain, they get rewarded in a in a piece of crypto, um, a fractional piece of crypto that you build. I know.
5: The, uh, I know it. your audience is getting bored. So, <laughs> well, <I'll>,
4: who knows? <laughs> yeah, all right. Thank you. You're welcome, Jack. Good luck out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, crypto was going to be here, I think. Yeah, forever. If they
1: eliminate cash, it gets rid of the underground currency, and then the government will know exactly where every dollar is spent.
4: If they, if they, yes, if they connect crypto to doing that, we'll see. We'll see what if crypto wins out, and they're not able to do it. I don't know. That's a libertarian uh, uh, fantasy world. They love the idea of not having well, any transaction. I think being that tra- you'll have an tra-
1: underground tra- uh, market regardless, because people will go back to barter.
4: Who knows, yeah. Maybe they'll trade in whiskey and and uh, who knows, coffee and, and sugar and whatever. <laughs> um, let's go to who knows, man. We've seen it all this year. Anything can happen. Let's go on to uh, your calls. are going to go to Diane in South Glastonbury. What's going on, Diane?
6: Good morning, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I have sort of a general kind of a question. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, I'm with a local cable company. I've been with them for 29 years. Yeah. I um. My, I have um, I have basic cable. Yeah. My house phone. My son has computer. The uh, internet. Yep. I do not have a computer. I do not have a smartphone. I don't have a cell phone. Now, I okay. So there's going to be changes coming in uh, with with Cox Cable come this June. I hear. I see. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Hmm. If I have to change, can I keep my phone number, which I've had for 39 years?
4: Sure. You can keep your phone number. If you change to UMA, you would port that number to UMA. Um, that number is, can stay with you for as long as you'd like to keep it. You can port it no, to all sorts no of services. No matter
6: where I go, no matter what company I go with? Yes, ma'am. I didn't know that. I thought you lost your number and they give you another one.
4: Nope. You can keep it forever. Oh,
6: that's That's terrific. I can't even begin
4: to know how many people have my phone number. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, you don't want to You, you want to keep that. So, yeah, it definitely can be done. You, you port it to UMA, and uh, it's still yours, and you just got to pay UMA. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. Thank
6: you You're, very
4: much. My have pleasure. Weekend. You too. Bye-bye. bye We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to stay online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC are the numbers. Everything we've talked about has been posted live over at WTIC's I'm sorry. Computer Talk with Tab. Uh, it's the name of our show. dot com, which also works. And of course, we post it over to our Facebook page. If you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, and Mark Zuckerberg deems the news worthy, and you're not well, maybe you're if you're in Australia or not, it might get to you these days. It'll get into your newsfeed. And of course, we're broadcasting live over on WTIC's Facebook page. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we had a Facebook person wonder, what the heck is an MCSE? And I talk about Bob Shorey being an MCSE. So the guys at Tab that work uh, here at Tab for our business clients have to be certified in Microsoft. And, Mike, and Bob happens to be a Microsoft-certified systems engineer. Um, so it's important that you know we have certified folks helping our clients with their systems, and Bob's one of them. So let's get to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Debbie in Winchester next. What's going on, Debbie? Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Um,
7: I had a couple of questions.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: And one is, um, I haven't had a desktop computer in a very long time, but now I do. All um, right. And it has Open Office on it. Yeah. I was wondering, what is the best format to send documents to other people like by email so that they can open them? Because that, when I tried to do it on my iPad nothing ever worked <laughs> um but i didn't know how like they have .odf .swx there's a bunch of different um formats to send things in
4: with the open um, office yeah well it'll depend on uh you know what they have on the other end i'm trying to see is go ahead bob
1: DOCX is what Microsoft uses, and OpenOffice also uses DOCX. Do they? Yes. I did not know that. So that's all would be compatible. That's a uh, generic standard. It's, Sweet. Not, it's not owned by Microsoft. It's uh, an industry standard.
4: I didn't even know it. Right. So it looks like Apache has that ability, so DOCX is the answer.
7: Okay. And how about for the, um, for the spreadsheet programs, the same thing, the .xls?
4: If they have it, yes. Bob says they do. I've never played with uh, OpenOffice to know, so Bob says they do, and the answer is yes.
7: Oh, okay, great. Obviously, you can and test
4: I, it by sending them off to folks that have the uh, Microsoft suite to see if they can open it.
7: Yeah, I guess I've had problems with it in the past, and so I wanted, was just curious if there was one that was the best way to go. Yeah. Um, the other uh, question that I had, and I know this is repetitive, but I haven't had a desktop, so I never, I haven't really paid close attention. Um, so this is new, and and I know you recommend the Open DNS. Yeah. Uh, and then what else um, do you recommend, like as far as security, um, you know, for for computer?
4: Uh, we like Webroot antivirus would be what we'd recommend. So paid antivirus. Don't do the free stuff that will cost you about $24, $25 a year. Okay. And if you do those two things, um, OpenDNS, have that configured on your machine, and have good antivirus, you'll be in generally good shape. Those okay. are the don't two basics.
7: Okay, don't like a malware type thing, or does that include, is that included in the antivirus?
4: What, I misunderstood what you said. Uh, what's included? Like
7: a, uh, is, do you need like a separate malware? um No.
4: So with yep. OpenDNS, with OpenDNS you should, it should keep you away from malware by default. That's the beauty of it. It's going to keep you on a safer path on the Internet. So, okay. it, uh, it's kind of like the dogs, keeping you safe.
7: <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, um, sorry.
4: That's okay. Live radio, <laughs> that's what happens.
7: Thank you. I, I really appreciate your help. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good luck.
4: Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. That's the thing about live, live radio. We've had parrots talk on the radio. We've also sorts of things happen over the past 26-some-odd years we've been doing this. Let's go to Catherine in Plainville next. What's going on, Catherine?
5: Hi. I have an 11-year-old desktop computer, and I want to get a new HP. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the easiest way to transfer all the stuff into the new computer?
4: Hmm. So you're only going to be able to transfer data. All right, okay. keep that in mind. And what what I'd probably recommend is the easiest way is to, well, how's how are you backing up your your 11 year old machine right now, Catherine?
5: Uh, on disk.
4: On a hard disk. Yeah. Okay. Are you doing using a tool, or are you simply just copying the data occasionally to the disk?
5: Just copying.
4: All right. So you would take you do a final copy of of your important data to that disk. Uh-huh. Unplug it from your computer, put the new computer um, on the table, connect your disk, and copy it back.
5: Oh, okay. It's that, simple as that.
4: Simple as that for data. Um, you're going to have to reinstall applications from disk or download them again and pay okay. for them. Um, but that's all you got to do, make a directory, how, set up your directory structure, and restore it back uh, to your uh, new computer. So that's uh, simple as that.
5: Okay. Not a, not a hard drive? Copy everything onto a hard drive?
4: When you said disk, that's what I assumed you were using. What are you using, a floppy disk?
5: Uh, yeah.
4: Oh, boy. you have Well, you have very little data then. Um, I assumed the, the, your data you were copying would have been on an external hard drive, but it's not. It's just on a floppy disk?
5: So you want me to put everything onto an external hard drive?
4: Yes, ma'am. That would do oh, okay. it. Okay,
5: that sounds good. Because uh, all I do, I'm a, on the new HP, I don't know what kind to get, because all I do is pay bills, email, and doctor's visits. I don't right. not, I don't have any business or anything. Uh, how much um, space am I going to need? I don't have not used that much on this old computer.
4: Uh, you're right, based on what you just told me. Um, I would tell you to look at the NV line of HPs. They're going to yeah. be a good quality. They're going to give you another 11 years the way you seem to operate. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I know. I now I have seven on there.
4: <laughs> yeah, if you spend too little on a computer, you're, you you may find it's not going to last you. Yeah. Um, so I would always tell you to spend you know a little bit more. Get that metal case. Get that i5 processor. Get you know 16 gigs well, of RAM. Well, I'm going
5: for a desktop. Okay.
4: They may not have an MB line of desktops, but they're going to have a a home line of desktops that'll give you that same range of quality. I would tell you to stick with the maybe seven to eight hundred dollar range. Um and it'll give you a long a long range of service. If you spend okay. too little it won't.
5: Well, I'm 84 years old, so I don't think I'm going to live another 30 years.
4: <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Now, <laughs> You're now the...
5: get me to the end of life. <laughs>
4: <laughs> gonna, well, get a good computer and then you won't have to worry about it. Age is okay. only a Okay. Thank
5: number. you so much for your
2: help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Catherine. Okay. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. <laughs> so on that open office, yeah. In order to open the DOCX files, you've got to have a newer version, like 3.0 or newer, in uh, on the Apache Open, open Office. office yes.
4: yeah. We can put a link to Apache, but it but it supports it, is what you're saying. Yeah. You, it'll create the DOCX, DOCX, and you can open the DOCX. Yes. That's awesome. Who needs Microsoft? <laughs> well, yeah. Refresh our screen here. All right, we're going to go to Barbara in Southbury next. What's going on, Barbara? Hello. Hello. Um,
2: I wanted to uh, share with you some alternative views on uh, the HP printers. Oh, feel free. Footnoted views. Sure. Um, Because I have HP uh, laptops, a number of them I've had, and I've had a number of HP printers. And overall, they're good. They're workhorses. they got good features. Sure. They do the job. Mm -hmm. But Uh the latest one that we got (laughs) was missing a key feature.
4: Oh, what is this? For me.
2: And I think maybe for a lot of people. When I'm copying stuff, multi-page things from like magazines or books or whatever that I want to be able to access later on um, and not have to keep the paper thing, Mm -hmm. used to be you could copy them onto your flash drive, carry the flash drive over to your computer, and put them on your computer. Uh Now they have something called HP Smart which I would say is maybe more appropriately HP half-smart. All right. Um, because <laughs> they removed the possibility of making a multi-page document on your flash drive. If you have a five-page article, it's going to come out as five separate PDF pages, which is an annoyance. Gotcha. So this it took me a very long time on hold and multiple transfers to get to somebody who at least could tell me, that because they kept saying, well, yeah, of course we have a flash drive. Yeah, but it doesn't work with that. It won't accept a multi-page document on the flash drive. Interesting. And the last guy I talked to said, oh, yes, because you need to use the HP Smart app. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't install apps that I don't need to install, so I never installed that. And that lets you make the multi-page document. But the catch is, that works... Fairly conveniently, if you keep your printer right next to your computer. Now, mine is not in another building or right. another part of the house, okay. but it is, oh, an eight-foot walk or so. Yeah. So I'm sitting down on my computer. I get up. I set up the page. Right. I go back. I open the app. I click scan. I wait, go through the steps on that. Then I got to get up, walk over... Turn the book around, go back, sit down, and it's just and you know it's
4: good exercise.
2: It probably helps the leg pain that you guys were talking about before. Yep, but it's really inconvenient.
4: Oh, it's in the age of come on technology. I hear you though. You're not very happy with their smart software,
2: And, and and maybe enough other people will relay that up to them that they will find a an improved version for my next printer. And I'm not quite 84 yet, so I think I might (laughs) eventually get to another printer. But we want to check that particular feature out before I buy the next one.
4: (laughs) And this is, again, in a multifunction device that has scanning.
2: Yeah, it's one of their laser jet printers. um, And it's got all (laughs) kinds of cool stuff, and it does a great job of printing and a great job of scanning and uh, all that kind of stuff. It's just the, why did you make it, why did you take away the flash drive? Yeah, it's a feature. It's and why did they not allow you to do a batch of scans? If you're going to say, okay, download them on your app, that would sort of be okay if you could do the scans and send right. them in a batch. Right. But um, it's, it's just.
4: So I guess I got a question for you, Barbara, yeah. as you were chatting. Is the material you're scanning available already electronically?
2: It depends. Yeah, okay. you know, if it is, I I might do it that way. But right. a lot of times, it's some book in my library. Yeah, uh, it's sure. some, or somebody else's library. You know, I borrowed it from the library, and yeah, I want to yeah. save a particular chapter or a particular yep. piece of something yep. um, for future Very reference.
4: Good. Well, we will put it uh, in advisement. It has gone out into the radio world, <laughs> and uh, maybe some HP programmer is going to say, you know what, Barbara's right. I got to fix that.
2: Yeah, I know. The biggest problem is that the people that actually do this stuff are so many layers removed from the people who talk to the customers. Yes. It takes a long time for that stuff to be passed up, and there's very little reward given to them to do that in most companies. Now, I can't speak for HP. Uh, It's been around for a very long time, and they've succeeded. So I would hope that they do actually get that feedback.
4: It could be in the next version, all you know.
2: Could be. Then I'll have a, a one-year-old out-of-date printer. <laughs> I'll right. fill it. an unhappy happy. <laughs> All,
4: right. All right, Barb. Well, hopefully we, they've listened to you. We'll see.
2: Thanks so much. Have a You're great welcome. day.
4: You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So <laughs> we're going to step out for a, a very quick break and get back to more of your calls. Three lines open for you, 800 wtic 522-WTIC. This is Computer Talk. Everything we've talked about is posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com. If you follow us on Facebook... And Mark Zuckerberg deems the newsworthy. If you like us at Tab Computer Systems, it might get into your newsfeed. And, uh, of course, we are broadcasting live over on WTIC's Facebook page. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're talking technology. And I was just talking to Bob off the air. My wife and I are considering an induction stove. And Bob's like, yeah, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you like it? It's, it cooks with magnets, and it doesn't even get hot.
1: Oh no! Yeah, I think mine is, isn't uh, the induction type. Mine's an older, an older one. Oh, it's right? electric, but it's electric. Oh, it's electric. It's, it sits so on there, yeah. Mine
4: is induct- going to be induction. So basically, there's magnets below the cook surface, right, which is so glass. So never gets hot to the. It touch. never gets hot to the touch, yeah. and it, it just it just it excites the metal in the pan, and right. the pan gets hot, and the food gets cooked. But I was just curious who's out there who, who's had an induction stove. I mean, my wife and I barely boil water when we cook, so we're not going to be affected too much as far as our ability to cook, but I'm looking forward to this technology. And they're on back order. You can't get them anywhere. I mean, Japan, 65% of the stoves in Japan are induction. But not here in in the states. <laughs> in the states it's too it's too newfangled, I guess. But
1: we figured you might save electricity. For, I don't I don't this. know.
4: We're we're getting rid of our gas stove. We have a gas stove right now, and very excited to uh, to um, check out magnetic
1: Well, cooking. I just think the old gas stoves uh, just were too difficult to clean. Ah, oh, what a mess. Yeah.
4: And they're hot? I don't know. Yeah. So we're excited, but I was just curious. If you have an induction, if you're on the Facebook's page here and you've got an induction stove, let me know how you've done with it. Let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Joyce in Simsbury next. What's going on, Joyce?
8: Hi. Thank Hi. you for taking the call. I've sure. got two problems, uh, both of which I've carved I think. The uh, first one is that I'm sending out letters uh, on the computer. All right. And I've got one, and I can't. I, I can't send it. I got it. I got to send. I got print, and I got the print image. But then it comes up, and it says, printing 24 uh, documents waiting. Well, that's where I've been trying to get the name on, too. But I've done something to block it, I think, and I don't know what. Is your printer on? Yes.
4: Can you do a test print? What type of printer do you have, Joyce?
8: Uh HP.
4: It's an HP, Mm -hmm. and it's connected physically to your computer?
8: Yes. Mm -hmm. HP. Forty
4: six fifty. Oh, nice printer.
8: Thank you.
4: Um, you're welcome. <laughs> so right <laughs> well, now
8: it's I could only make it work.
4: <laughs> yeah, so it's they're all sitting in your out queue. Yes, they're out there, are, yeah. So if you I go to the printer run, queue. Yeah? Right, Bob? She's gotta to go to the print queue and just right click on that print queue and can you see the print jobs in there?
8: I got it yeah, and I can get it up. As far as the printers, but when I print okay, it doesn't show it.
4: Nothing goes into the queue?
8: Uh, You don't
4: see your 26 pages sitting in the printer queue?
8: I see my my 26 pages, yeah, I see it. You do see it? Yeah.
4: But it's not printing. So your printer is offline to your computer. It is. How how is it connected to your computer?
8: Electronically. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yep
1: you're right. it is
4: electronically um, is it
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: ask a stupid question you're gonna get an answer like no, no, that no, no. <laughs> uh, is it is it USB is it wireless?
8: uh no, that's see It's why wi- it would wire
4: Is it hard you have a wire that goes from the printer to the back of your computer?
8: Yes, and I think it's connected.
4: Well, I'm telling you it may not be. That's why I'm asking. Really? Um, your printer seems offline. Um, to me. Uh-huh. Is there a green button by it, or is it is it showing offline if you go to the printers uh, of your... Oh,
8: let's see. The uh, face of the printer it's flashing blue.
4: Flashing blue. Yes, is
8: that's it? the face of the printer, right?
4: Oh, you're looking at the printer itself?
8: Yes.
4: Flashing blue. I'm not sure what that means. No, I'm not. But I would tell you to trace the wire that yes. goes from your printer to your computer... Yeah. And then see if it's plugged into your computer. If it is, unplug it.
1: Yeah.
4: And then pl- plug it back
1: in.
8: Okay. And, if and it it I'm didn't. hoping
4: it's going to say, "Oh, Joyce wants to print." <laughs>
1: you may need to plug it into a different USB port. Right. That's true too. Um.
4: So your printer is offline right now. It is. Is there a 15-year-old kid nearby?
8: Well, no. What I can find
4: one all right <laughs> um i think your your printer is offline joyce um and the problem is you got to get it back on and you got to wake it up okay and uh you could always reboot everything you could turn your printer off yeah shut your machine down yeah turn the printer on yeah and then turn the computer back on and maybe everything will be seen but i th- i want you to check your cable to see if it's connected Okay. Because if it's right near you and it's just going in the queue, your printer's offline. I assume it's got paper, Joyce. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. You got toner too, right?
8: Yeah, yep. Okay. You ready to go? You ready uh, to go? It's
4: connected electronically. <laughs> 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 so you just need to unplug it and plug it back in. I bet you that'll work.
8: Okay. Okay.
4: Does that make sense?
8: Yes, it does. I'll do that. Now, I my second question. Sure. Oh. <laughs> no it's really simple they think uh-huh. i uh stupidly uh, uh, well sorry, i stupidly put something in i guess i got three things that a good luck frog calm now that's an exci- a excite um I'm, I'm sorry It's okay that is a, you know some kind of a silly thing. But good luck, fog, um, What is that? And how do I get rid of it? I got three little things and they keep popping up. I
4: oh, so you have some sort of pop-up happening too? Yes, is what you're that's saying.
8: right. How do I get rid of them?
4: <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I got a feeling you need to download a tool called... Um, Malwarebytes. Okay. And uh, uninstall it. Uh, but you're getting emails from people called Good Luck Frog.
8: Well, no. We, well, yes, I am three. Like uh, you. I hope you're sitting down. I hope you won. Uh, you won 125,000. Blah blah blah.
4: Yeah, it's a scam. Yeah, that's right. Um, so we need to have you clean that malware off of your browser. And malware Malwarebytes will probably do it. Okay, we can try to find some specific um instructions for you Joyce, that will post that will post over a computer talk with tab dot com
8: that is good
4: yeah if we if we can find some specific instructions, we will all um right. but it is a scam all right, and uh you're gonna have to get rid of it that fifteen year old kid might help you there too <laughs>
8: okay, but
4: you need to run a scan on it um to get rid of it
8: okay, that's right. I made a mistake It's a stupid thing i i I saw some of the phone's boats off and I sanded. it. Yeah. You know. So I uh, it happens.
4: It happens all the time. We're very we're very gullible people, no matter who we are, we're all open to that kind of problem.
8: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well I'll get mail robots and then. all right. Thank you very much. And you know I do listen to you all the time. I really enjoy the show.
4: Well we're happy you do, Joyce and good luck.
8: Thank you. Thank all right, bye bye. Bye.
4: Thank you for calling. I wanna thank everybody for calling on this lovely Saturday morning. You've all been connected electronically, <laughs> which going to make me laugh all day, uh, to Computer Talk with Tab, and uh, over the, over the internet to Farmington, we're connected electronically to Matt Soroyce, or Saroy or however you say it, right, Matt? He's been running the show for us. He's our producer. Mike G. has been posting everything live over at Computertalkwithtab.com and over on our Facebook page, and if you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook and Mark Mark Zuckerberg deems the newsworthy, it may get into your newsfeed. Again, thank you all for joining us on this lovely Saturday. Get out there and do something for Connecticut. Go local. Go shopping. Go do what you can. Heck, on the 19th, you can do it all, according to Governor, which is great. Um, So get out there and do something. Get moving around for Connecticut. Help our small businesses.
1: See you next week.